1: The Believe in Badger Football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by betonline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined as always by Badger legend, the Hebrew hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, tough day in, in
2: Badgerland today. Oh, my. I mean, couldn't believe one Saturday was t- terrible. And then two, yesterday didn't get any better. Um, I am like still shell shocked in, well, in a- a- anything as you can and see, everything.
1: As you can see, if you're watching on video, both of us are in our morning black, like we oh, are attending a funeral.
2: I'm in my believe in the Badgers still. Yeah, you still, I believe we still in believe.
1: I'm still. I'm wearing my funeral black for Coach Chris. Um, you know, we are going to talk about this a lot. We're going to our, our, sort of a quasi usual Monday morning fullback here for the first fifteen minutes, and then we're going to get joined by Clint Cosgrove, our good friend to talk about the big picture with this and how it's going to affect recruiting he's been on the horn with a bunch of badger recruits uh talking with these kids about how the coaching change is going to affect their recruiting so we'll find out a little bit more about that later uh but first before we get into anything want to remind you guys that we are brought to you by BetOnline.ag. they continue to be the number one source for all of your football betting needs this season college nfl uh canadian football it doesn't matter They've got the latest odds, matchups, player news, game trends, and more over at BetOnline.ag. Football not your thing? Well, a you're probably not listening to this podcast. And then B, <laughs> uh, uh, they've got more sports for you as well: MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, esports. You name it, they've got. I wonder if they have sailing. I used to be a competitive sailor. I think they've got rugby. I played rugby for ten years. I mean, they paper, got all rock, this- paper, scissors. Uh, I mean, if, if you can bet on it, they've got it over at betonline.ag, including your favorite Vegas casino games. So head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive your, not 50, your 100% welcome bonus. That's right. We've upped it for you guys now. We're not just going to take it times 1.5. Going to double your money. You deposit it in betonline.ag using our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. They are going to double your money when you deposit and make your first online sports wager. That's over at BetOnline, where the game starts.
2: I feel like BELIEVE didn't do that. We did that. We're giving everyone our our money.
1: Uh, Well, I feel like Coach Chris can hand out some money now, too, because he Uh, just got
2: paid. uh, Who knows what he got paid? There's a lot of... (laughs) Who knows? It's supposed to be one number. You know, they said in the press conference it's much less. What's much less than 16 million? Who cares? It's a million, I'm sure, tagged next to it. That's a lot more money than I have by a million. So, uh, like Bernie, Bernie, you're out for,
1: so it's okay.
2: But (laughs) I I got an email from my bank today saying thank you for your uh, mortgage. And then you look at your bank and you're like, well, we're going to be uh, eating craft, you know, mac and cheese for the next week, if that. Could be the worse. Generic I, stuff, actually. I Shop ate ramen
1: right. four nights last week.
2: But ramen's good, though.
1: Yeah, ramen's, um, delicious, ramen's and we, delicious, and we made it with, with, with some uh, Korean barbecue in it, and some of the ramen Ooh, was actually really good. That is good. Anyhow, uh, let's okay. talk briefly about the action on the field Saturday that <sighs> led to where we are right
2: now. So... So I, I don't want to take this in like kill guys. I feel like, you know, obviously a lot's been going on behind the scenes. So I'm like, a am a semi conspiracy theorist. I, yeah. I, I don't like to believe them, but I like to think that these things could, something could be there. To me, it's more of the the lackluster excitement to be a badger on the field. You know, everyone's like, go about your business and, um, you know, do your job, but there's, it doesn't seem like there's emotions and excitement and people looking like football is the most fun thing that they are doing at that time. Um, it looks like going through the motions, yeah. And and uh, and that hurts, right? Like as a, someone who played, listen, I've been blown out in my career, yeah. Also, um, and it's terrible. It's probably the worst thing that could possibly happen. You know, you you're almost at ground zero, like you're at the bottom of the barrel.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and then to happen two weeks in a row and one at home and to play the way that they played. Is is to me is it's really sad. I feel horrible for these dudes.
1: Yeah, and, and on top of it, it's not just getting blown out at home. It's getting blown out at home by your former head coach who left the program and had been worked. I, you know, I think Bernard, you and I talked about this a little bit offline. I have some friends around the Illinois program, um, and uh what and they've been prepping for this game for three weeks. They literally threw out a game for in weeks three and four, they didn't prep for their opponents, they were prepping for Wisconsin. And it showed it showed um so but what really disturbed me was the offensive line i thought the that might have been the single worst offensive line performance at least in the past half decade if not longer than that like that was really really bad
2: i, I would say as a group it was it was Pretty yeah, bad. And, and that's I, what I, I'm, I
1: I don't it's not an individual thing. I, I think it's I agree. I think it's bigger than a just an individual because you don't see a unit perform that poorly. We've seen one or two players perform. You don't know, have really bad games. That happens. We all have bad games, bad days, whatever. You've had bad you've had bad days on the field before. I sure have. Um you know, not like I played college football, but you know, in all of my other athletic endeavors. It was you know, really and bad up front. It, but the fact that the entire unit looked it was like They looked as lost as the defense did against Ohio State, and that's really disturbing for an offensive line unit coached by Bob Bostep. I
2: I completely agree. So so then my conspiracy theory is where is that coming from? You know, like what's the root of the problem with the Badgers? Because it's not – listen, it's definitely terrible. Did we put all our eggs in the Graham merch basket? You know, he looked okay at the end, but at the end we were losing by so much it didn't really matter. You know, like I think to me – the, one of the, the check marks in the negative for Coach Chris for me was not having a special teams coach. Yeah. We're still doing terrible things on special teams. Even our best guys are doing it. What do we have two fumbles Something on like special that. teams? Was- on special teams? You know, you're asking a defense to basically go back out on the field and start from like they, they came off for one play, maybe a timeout. We kicked the they kick the ball off, and then they're back on the field with twenty yards to go. And you half those guys them, are playing
1: special teams anyway, right? And so they're on the field them, for the for the right. play, like
2: so. You like, you know you can't ask them to to stop a team for twenty yards every single time they get the ball in with twenty yard line. It's virtually impossible. Um, so I, I feel like that's a check mark. You know, if I had to go through my, I don't really need to talk about the game. Everyone watched it. It was abysmal from A to Z. I don't think there was any standout players. We had too many guys get hurt. It was way too many, way now, too many guys like, get
1: hurt. Rucci and Bell, I'm worried those uh, tight end is now. With, I think Rucci's going to be I out. Don't, I don't know the full extent, so I'm not going to report anything. I'm not saying anything.
0: Uh, they didn't it look like, good.
1: It didn't look good, and I would not be surprised if he's out for the year. And we're, and we're looking at Eschenbach and Franklin as the tight ends moving forward.
2: Eschenbach looked okay to me.
1: Eschenbach's solid. He'll Eschenbach get some more solid, reps, and but then he'll
2: be fine.
1: Eschenbach is solid, but yeah. he's not as good a blocker as Rucci, and he's not as good a receiver as of.
2: But totally, but he he's going to do it all, and he's going yeah, to have yes, and,
1: and and he'll be fine. That, that that's right. not where I'm as worried. Skylar Bell, though, I think you could have made an yeah. argument was the best wide receiver on the team so far this season. Him and DK I've signed have kind of been one A and one B. And while I have I have a fair bit of faith in Marcus Allen, um, you know, I I I still don't, I still worry, I still worry about that. And but I mean, the bigger worry with the pass game is that if they can't block anyone, it doesn't matter. If they
2: can't, well, for sure. I mean, they, and they obviously couldn't and Graham Mertz couldn't step up. He couldn't, you know, you could definitely see his demeanor change. He wasn't stepping into throws. He had guys, he had some guys wide open and the ball just kind of drifted. There was one at the very end of the game. He could have bombed it and it would have been a touchdown, but he didn't step into it because he doesn't trust that he has that pocket, which he doesn't. So like, I get where that, that comes from. But you look at a guy like Brooks Bollinger who would step into that and get crushed. Every Even Sorgi, who was rail thin, still did it. And he was getting killed.
1: George was tough as nails, though, man.
0: Like I don't
2: disagree, but like you we gotta have a guy who can do that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not the blocking's not gonna be perfect every time. The problem is the the blocking's not perfect anytime.
0: How long until, think,
1: how long until Miles Burkett is the quarterback?
2: Uh so so we can talk about the I feel like we should talk about things that are potentially gonna happen. Oh, here he is. With Clint
1: Cosgrove. Uh oh. Yeah, he's getting he, he's getting linked up to some audio right now. We're gonna let Clint, him get the.
2: Tell me there is hope.
1: <laughs> uh, also, Clint, tell me there is audio. It Clint, says he's tell still... me
2: there's audio and hope.
1: There he is.
3: Oh yes. yes. Okay. What's going on?
1: What's up, brother?
3: McDonald's run averted.
1: All right yeah all right well uh uh thanks to clint's wife for uh getting his mcdonald's so he can hop on with us here for for 15 minutes uh to talk about just what the bleep happened in the last 48 hours uh your thoughts clint
2: (laughs) as someone who's been around the program (laughs) for 30 years i I have a lot of thoughts but i'd love to hear what you think um I don't know, Burn. Uh, all right, so up, I'll go um, into it because this is kind of like yes. you 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 have to be more of um more cleaner in what you're saying. I guess yes, so yes. I, I, if um, I, so if, I have to, if I have to think about why I think they took this drastic, first of all, I think it's kind of wild to do this. Not Wisconsin. Yeah, I think the exactly. NIL has changed the the world of, of college football when it's become the NFL. You're not producing. You're not doing well. Doesn't matter who you are anymore. You're fired. No. And and the so the NIL has created this new landscape, right? Where And so there's that. I think we were behind in the NIL by a year and a half. We haven't done anything until just recently we started the collective, but it's getting yeah. off the ground. So it's not there yet. So I think behind we're behind the NIL. I don't know whose fault that is. I, I feel like it's all over the place. We don't have a special teams coach, which I think is a, a I don't understand that. Um, doesn't make sense to me we lost our recruiting coordinator a year and a half ago and they didn't have anyone for over a year. So I think, I think administratively, there are these big issues that have created, I think a, a wedge between coach Chris and maybe the program and maybe Macintosh, where we're not set up Clint in your role to get guys who we should be getting. We did. We lost the wall around Wisconsin. We're yep. not getting, I mean, maybe we're getting good, great guys. And then maybe we're not building them here. And oh. obviously the product on Saturday was, was, I mean, we, dude, we've evidence on teams of that at Wisconsin that got blown out. I, I Oh you know. yeah. By Indiana, I think. Oh, by Indiana, our, fr- our freshman year, which was <laughs> yeah, really good. Antoine, because yeah, no one can
1: tackle Antoine Randall out, But No, the yeah, other guy. Good.
2: And their they're their, um, oh, Anthony Thompson. Back,
3: he had
1: Anthony like 300 Thompson. yards.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But there's or, been a few, I remember like, that like vividly, and it was freezing cold. <laughs> freezing cold with the wind. Yeah. We got blown out there. We got blown yep. out. Um, I don't want to say blown out, but we lost by like 25 points to UNLV at home. Yep. And then we got killed at, at Michigan State. At Michigan State when we should have been the Big Ten champs that day. Yep. So I felt it, but we at least were competitive in those games. We might have looked yep. bad for one game, but this is two games in a row. We also no three games in a row because we lost to well, New Mexico state two remember.
1: out of three or three out of four.
2: So those are my conspiracy theories right now. One conspiracy theory a lot of people are throwing out there is we want Jimmy Leonard to be the next guy. Will he wait throughout a season like this? I don't know. I have no information on that. So those are my conspiracy theories, which I think hold some weight. So Uh, they definitely, yeah, yeah. they do.
3: Um, Yeah. I think you hit on a a number of points. I mean, the NIL stuff. um, I mean, like, you know, for those insiders and people around the program, like, you know, back in the day, that would have been the gridiron club, right? Mm-hmm. And that was no longer around. So you don't have the built-in infrastructure, you know, right there. Um, then when they, you know, got it rolling, you know, things are rolling. Now you got to understand Wisconsin's never going to outbid, even though you can't pay for play, they're not going to outbid for a Caleb Williams. I mean, supposedly he had you know a beats by Dre contract waiting for him there it's just it's not going to happen so in the in the paper play day even though the paper play is not allowed like they're not going to outbid someone so i don't think nil is the biggest issue here i do think that it is important that once you have kids in the program because i i mean i looked at that stadium i couldn't believe that that it wasn't packed all the way you know and like 30 minutes before in game time. So back when we were there, burn that place. Yeah. They came in a little late after kegs and eggs, you know, but like that place was juiced, you know? And, um, and the juice is what gets the kids paid once they're in college. Um, because then they can actually do what NIL was all about profit off your name, image and likeness. So I think that is part of it, but I don't think that was the, the kicker, you know, and I don't know how much the, the head coach can have uh, say over that. Um, one uh, thing they, that they, I, well,
2: uh, Clint, I will, they did just hire a guy to take charge of that. We're in a year yeah. and a half after that, that it opened yeah. up. So we're not, we weren't even proactive enough to say, we got to jump on this right away. We were like, ah, we'll, we'll see, we'll wade the waters. And I think that is a huge mistake on our part. When yeah, you open that door, we should be running through it. Uh, yeah. Maybe take a month or two, but to name someone a month ago from now, to me, is a, a big mistake. Maybe not the end all, be all, but it's it's got to be yeah. on the board of negatives. Yeah, I mean, it's a contributing factor.
3: Um, uh, I definitely. Um, I just I, the one thing I don't want Wisconsin fans to get too into is like, we're gonna, uh, you know, we're, we're gonna outpay somebody, we're gonna outdo this, and that's. I'm not saying that. Day. There's no way yeah. we're doing.
2: No, it. I mean, we're not. Doing I know. It. I know, Burke. We're not yeah. getting the but top. Like, but we 10%. both heard it
3: from from you know right. people that we know but who are fans should we of the be program. Competitive? And-
2: we should be competitive with every team in the big 10, or we should be right underneath Ohio state, Michigan.
3: Yeah, at least I agree with up that there. Yeah. We're not even yeah.
2: probably on the top 10. No. I don't know. I don't know. Probably I, I'm not. Just saying probably... I,
3: I, and I don't, I don't know either. And the, the funny thing with it is, you know, I've talked to an Ohio state coach, you know, and I'm like, you know, guys don't really like to talk about this stuff, but like, you know, it, was it was illegal like, for so I, long. Yeah. He's like, exactly. You know, it feels weird. It feels, it feels like weird. it feels weird. It's <laughs> um, like
2: uh, a medical when Marijuana opens up. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, I don't know. It's like, should oh, I be doing this? Yeah. Like, well, it's legal. You know, like, <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> it's like, and that's how we're doing our moral compass nowadays. So right. like, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I mean, like they don't even know how it works half the time, you know, but you've got to have that infrastructure in place. So people take that burden off of them. It can't be the coach's job to say, you know what? I'm the NIL guy and I'm the recruiting guy and I'm going to coach on Saturday. So right. I, I totally. think the, one of the things that you really hit on was the the no recruiting department um, during last season. And maybe I'm biased and partial towards recruiting because that's, in my opinion, the lifeblood of everything. And that's what I spend all my time covering. So um, maybe there is some bias there. But to go without a recruiting department during a football season. um, it's not sustainable. It's and neg- then no, no, no. at the end it's of the day, neg- sea-
1: Clint, it's negligent. It's negligent for for a program to not, in in this day and age, to be in the Big Ten without a recruiting coordinator is negligent for having a competitive football team.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from. You okay, know, okay, okay, words. You really, okay. That's why I'm <laughs> using that, word. Clint.
1: This is why I'm yeah. using that word and not yeah. you because I, it's. Let a me little, try to better it. I don't it know up, how or... you're
2: going to. Have... we're just very upset it's monday yeah. and we're upset it's now. monday morning and, and we're, we're upset, upset. <laughs> so i'm let me butter matt perkins up please a little, like what do um, talk me off the yeah. edge my friend i think we it, it's to me it's a miss and that we are missing guys we should be t- okay one saeed went to michigan state so already we're behind the eight ball on he could take guys with him right he yeah. could his conversation well, he- he took
1: he took recruiting coordinators, not coordinators, but recruit re- recruiters with him. He took some of the the key guys that they had with him.
2: Right. So he dist- So listen, not this is the business. So like he took yeah. our recruiting program and pill- pillaged it for him to go. But listen, that's the day and age we live in. I'm not upset with him. I'm upset that we didn't have a guy rifle like ready to go. And I yeah, love one Turner. person shouldn't be able to do that. No, you know? right, right. And so, what were we doing that these guys are all happy to jump ship to go live in East Lansing? You're telling me that's a better place? There's no. Well, there's they no double. I mean, they doubled his salary.
3: Yeah. I mean, so, that's
2: money, money, Todd. <laughs> um, I'll I live, live in Ann Arbor for more money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I won't be happy if yeah. i I'll do it.
3: I mean, and then so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, you know, Alba Hansborough, phenomenal recruiter, good friend. Like, we've known him forever, right? Um, There's good people in that department. It's just like, if you're going to take people that were already within the program, why did you wait until the end of the year to do it? So that is something where you can kind of question. Um, You know, it's not easy. Like, So the Wisconsin way has been, you recruit the guys you want. You don't recruit what everybody else wants. You win with the guys you have. You develop them, you coach them up, and you're going to be tougher than everybody else. And you talk about NIL era. NIL era, not even the money involved, it's a different era it's a different mindset and the kids are different and only for so long I think is the Wisconsin way you know sustainable and coach Chris is a great coach he's a great person uh he's done a hell of a job I mean look at his record that does not look like the record of a fired head coach but I think what people said is we we feel like we're kind of losing that edge um And how long are we gonna be able to sustain being Wisconsin by being Wisconsin? And I think winning enables. And when you win, people don't get to ask hard questions. When you start losing, then the hard questions come and somebody wants to have them paid for. And so um, it's almost like Coach Chris is a victim of his own success because he did a great job. And then people expect more. And in the new era of football, you know, X's and O's aren't always going to win you everything. Cultures not going to always win you everything. Uh, but there's certain things that you can do, put yourself in a position to succeed. I do think that Wisconsin, even in the NIL era, can, can lock a border around the state. Now, you might have to take some kids that you don't necessarily want to take every year, but that's part of playing the game and locking the border around the state. And I tell you what, if you take an in-state kid, <laughs> they're going to give you their all and it's a very at the very worst they're going to be a contributor as far as the culture goes as far as recruiting goes as far as being a depth guy as far as practice I mean so like y- you can still do that in my opinion can you do that in Alabama even probably not but Wisconsin's unique in that way um you know uh and I just, uh, I just think a lot of it comes back to recruiting. And a lot of it comes back to people are not patient. A lot of it comes back to people are uncomfortable with change, whether it be from the outside or from the inside. And I just, you know, uh, everyone expected a lot and it goes back to, I think there's, he's a victim of his own success. And you have a guy on staff who everybody's, he's at the top of everybody's list. Right. And so without, you know, knowing too much about the situation, I think this might have been a year where he might have been, um, I don't want to say loud, but he might have been, you know, good to go somewhere else, you know? And that's well, all speculation from what on my we, point.
1: From what we know, that has been reported and felt out there, like, there were already many schools inquiring, putting, you know, I, I, I do know that tampering, I don't know, know tamp- if it's called tampering at this point, but I mean, there's it's a not. lot. And so for... <laughs> I Part of me thinks that this move was as much, if not more, about keeping Jimmy than it was about Chris. Because if Chris is still the head coach next year, Jimmy's gone.
3: So let me ask you this, Bernie. And I think you bring up a great uh, point, Perko. Um, did anybody ever see Jimmy ending up being the uh, head coach at
2: Wisconsin? Like seeing him, like uh, like a couple of years. Like, was, was 10 this years coming,
3: ago. or uh,
2: or was this not coming I, eventually? Oh, I think this was coming eventually. One, yeah, I, I believe that. Jim, so, my thought about Jimmy is having literally no insight into this. Is yeah, he's a Wisconsin guy. He loves the university. He could have left three years ago, two years ago, last yep. year to be in the NFL. He could have been anywhere. He could have been a head coach yeah. at any school. He could have been the D coordinator in the NFL or any other school. Look at the He could have been in Aranda. He could have left. Now he'd be at a head coach at some, you know, top 20 school. He could have done it. He said no to yeah. all these different places. I think this was his goal. He doesn't need money. It's not financial. Nope. Jimmy, <laughs> I think not. his com- competition is being the best defense <laughs> in the nation, which he was for a number of years this year. It's, it's a, off the rails. I think for the yeah. program, it's- it's but an anomaly talking about
1: and eight new starters.
2: It's it a ton of new things. Listen, also the, 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 tr- the transfer portal, we're not hitting hard enough. I think that's, you know, the NFL, the NFL was here in college and, and Clint, I would love to hear, I want to hear more things. I have some questions for you, but I think Jimmy was always going to be the head coach. It, it could have been, it could have been, you know, after, if coach Chris is still winning, it's next year, the year after five yep. years, there's no saying Jimmy in his head's like, I want to be a head coach somewhere else. Or I want to be the D. Yeah, the Packers are right up the road, and he could have got a job. He there. could go there, he turned yeah. down a job as the DC. As the Packers, right. so what does that say to me? That says, I want to be here and I'm just gonna do my job and wait it out. He's getting paid over a million dollars a year in Madison, Wisconsin. Tell me what you need if it's not financial, it's competition. He's you know, I don't know, so that's where I'm at.
1: So also, though, so I want to I, I want to chime in on that because you say a like million in Madison is a lot. Yeah, a million in Madison is a lot. But when you look, look at the highest paid coordinators in the country, like that's like and you look at what like his value to the university, he's underpaid. And so and, and part of that is a it's a respect thing. And it's also like showing that like you, you not only does the university value the people, but they understand his worth to But the, the university
2: pro- undervalues every employee there. I think it's in a lot of universities. It's not just yes. unique to Wisconsin. We're not the SEC no. where we just pay guys trillions of dollars. Like we just don't do that. And we also, I think, have some kind of we can't just pay people whatever we want. Can we? I don't know. Can you? It, I depends, no on where, it well,
3: it's depends on where well it depends money's on on like, coming from. Because a lot so of these so places a
1: lot of these places will have like an endowed football coach, basically, where it's just like yeah. it's literally like the equivalent of the gridiron club pays the coaches right. You're yeah. getting right? paid
2: your salary, so Mike and, and Lucy, uh, yeah, Petrino. Smith.
3: Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, what? yeah. You know, offensive coordinator, you know, so Clint, and let me ask you, they, they have like the linebackers coach in doubt at some places, you know, like,
2: cause then you got guys who are going to be there who want to be there cause they're getting paid. I, but I still think that the money is not the number one or number no. two, number three, you play 10 years no. in the pros. He, Jimmy doesn't need money. He doesn't, no. need money. he doesn't need money. Um, So, Clint, I have a question for you. Well, I have a bunch of questions. Um, (laughs) One is, you talk to a lot of high school guys, don't need to highlight anyone. When you talk to them, not the Wisconsin only, is their mindset when you talk, are they saying, I can't wait to play at a school like X for these reasons? When does the NIL come into the conversation? And is that something you guys talk about?
3: So it's, it's funny you ask that because um, there's very few times that a kid's going to proactively bring it up. And it's almost like you said, like, it feels weird talking about it. Like I'm talking to a kid about getting paid to play college football. Um, You know, it's one of those things where you knew in the back of your mind, it went on some places. It wasn't going on at Wisconsin. Um, You know, like,
2: um, if you have like like, a lineman, right. And he's, you know, uh, like at Wisconsin, they have that barbecue place that sponsors now. Can't mm-hmm. be a huge yeah. sponsorship. But imagine if you had a bigger sponsorship. There, there must be a thought now in a college, in a potential college athletes coming into college saying, the O-line gets sponsored by X, whatever yeah. it is. I'm going to be part of that. Like, yeah. that's awesome. So there has to be that right now in recruiting. In your world, that must be something that's very attractive.
3: Yeah, it is. I mean, tell, tell me um, and I, it's not like I had it hard off, you know, like, um, but you told me I was going to get a hundred grand to go and play college football. You know, I was trying to pay to play, you know, <laughs> I wasn't getting paid to play. <laughs> and so um, I, I, that does come into it, but the way that it's set up right now, there's certain teams and schools, that are going to play that game and the majority are not. They're going to say here's the infrastructure put in place. Once you get here, this is how you're going to get paid. Like you said, with the offensive line. So that does come into it and anybody who says that it doesn't is either rich or um you know, is very purposely naive. That, yeah, that um they'll be in the NFL in a year and a half uh, or something like that. So it does come into it, but it's not the with the majority of kids. It is not the number one thing. So in order for them to even get that far, to have that discussion, they're either hearing it from somebody else, what's going on there uh, as far as, or the recruiting process already started and they were drawn to that school for them to get close enough to find out more about it. Now, obviously, as this goes on farther, there's going to be certain schools that are known for, like you said, like I think Michigan, those guys have like a Lambo dealership sponsoring their own alignment. I don't know how those dudes get into a Lambo. I don't know if I'd want my offensive linemen riding around campus in a Lambo um that sounds like an accident waiting to happen. I mean, you, 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 <laughs> there, there's there's so many layers to this. So I, I the NIL, yes, it's important. Now you go back to money. Money, yes, it's important. Did Jimmy take over? Uh or not, you know, it wasn't about money with him. Is Jimmy not one of the most competitive people you have ever been around? For sure. You know, your entire life. I mean, he's a 5 kid from Wisconsin. Everybody's telling you why you can't do something, right? And mm-hmm. what has Jimmy done over and over? Wrong. Prove wrong. people wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Watch me. Wrong. And doesn't even have to like be loud about it. Yeah. Like he just, a walking prove you wrong. <laughs> and I'm a winner. And I think he loves Wisconsin. Uh, I think he wanted it to be at Wisconsin. Like you said, if they, if they keep winning, is this a knee jerk reaction? Kind of, but you know, eventually, like you said, um, And that's the reason I asked you the question. Did anybody see this coming? Um, I think long-term, we we knew this was going to happen. We just didn't know it was going to happen right now. And Uh, Jimmy's...
0: uh, Sorry. And and now he's
3: got... No, now he's got a season or seven games. What do they have, seven left?
1: Seven plus potentially a bowl. And actually, there's still actually like a a crazy world where they make the Big Ten championship game because everyone has at least one loss in the Big Ten West.
3: Yeah, so I mean... It's a... Uh, I'm just saying. I'm years. just I mean,
0: saying. There's a will, uh, there's a
3: way. Hey, there's a will, there's a way. And if, if somebody's proven to find
2: a way, it's, it's a Jimmy, man, you know? <laughs> listen, I completely agree with you. But as an interim head coach, you, you don't have... Like, what power does Jimmy hold to say, we're going to do this with recruiting? We're going to do... I mean, can he build the vision yeah. and execute it? I mean, and also, that's one. And two, it's a bizarre... Transition right. It's not Wisconsin to me. To me, I think we would have. I would have preferred to suffer through the year, right, and then just be like, and then have back talks about Jimmy. you're We're going to transition to you. This is going to happen. Let Coach Chris kind of go out on his own. Let him give him a shot to right the the ship. But you know what? We did it because it's the NFL now, and that's what happened. So, like, what power? What can Jimmy accomplish in these games? That to you, and then also bring in the can he recruit dudes this year? I mean, for what class now? Yeah. So, um... like Coach B, no, there's, Coach there's B a number. Of... In, I, I know this for a fact when Coach B came in, sorry, before you start, he no, said, no, no. We're going to honor your scholarship to this kid that I knew. Yeah. But we'd rather you go somewhere else. Like yeah. it's ruthless, but that he's means like, go, go somewhere else.
3: <laughs> You're not going to play here. <laughs> he's like,
2: we, You can come here. And you're, we're going to give you your scholarship if you come here, but we don't want you here is basically what the message was. I don't, yeah. th- I don't see Jimmy doing that. But no. he's got two recruiting classes almost filled up, right? So, like, what do you – One
1: what, filled up, one with almost no one in it, which is kind of the problem for the 2024 class for Wisconsin. And all they've got is what Jancy, I think, at this – but Jimmy no, not, not change... Jancy, sorry. They've got, like, one player. I forget who it is. Jimmy could have... change
2: that whole landscape. The question is, can he do it, though,
3: Clint? Yeah. So, I mean, you look around, so I think it's kind of twofold <laughs> and it might come back to money too. It's like, so I think Jimmy's put in place right now and the, and the hope within the administration, within the fans, within everyone is he's the guy moving forward. I mean, that's why you do this right now. Probably it takes the competition out for it. gives him a chance to, you know, show what he's made of. So do you then give him midseason the money to go and hire what he wants to hire or to, you know, establish his vision. Because if you don't, you're kind of handicapping him if he's the guy long term. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think there's a couple things here. You know, uh, you talk about building a recruiting department or at least investing in a vision, whether it be NIL, uh, showcasing your program, uh, whatever it may be. You know, that stuff does take money and that takes cooperation from the university. Um, so the, without knowing the exact situation, it's hard for me to say what they will give him right now, um, versus what I imagine. you know, like how much negotiation was there before this happened, you know, like, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's as awkward of a position as you get, you get, you, get, you know, guys who are friends, two high character guys, two winners in life and in football and everything else. And it's just, it's awkward for me to even talk about it. You know, like, I know these people. I, I I love these people. Like, they're good people. So, like, I kind of try to take that part out of it. So, you look at what Mickey Joseph did down at Nebraska. He went one game, got their ass kicked, their butt kicked by. Uh, That's fine. Oklahoma, ass, is not, and, ass is not a swear word. So, well, with this behind me, it is. Okay. Um, well,
1: no. I'll, I'll bleep
3: it. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Then they'll be like, what did he say? Yeah. Um, but, uh, so he, he fired the D.C. after that first game. Yeah. So I do think that Jimmy will have the powers within to organize his staff how he wants to. Now, are they going to say, uh, go out and get the best uh, coordinator at this or the best special teams coach at that midseason when we don't have, you know, like you're not going to even get those people because they want to see how it all plays out. But I think in order for him to have success long-term, he's going to have, to have the flexibility to make little tweaks, not overhaul changes. But the one thing that I think that you can't do is you cannot handicap him. He, he needs to approach this job. And I, I'm sure he does. I haven't talked to him. I don't know. But I'm sure he's approaching it like it's his for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And in order to even enable somebody to make it theirs, you've got to give them the resources to do so. If you're making a big change like this during the season, and you're paying out Buco Bucks to do so, that better not come at the expense of the next guy who comes in. So, in order for Jimmy to have success, I have no question that <laughs> Jimmy can be a great head coach, but you've got to give him the resources to do so. And you gotta give him right out the gate. And just knowing his personality, I don't think he's gonna make sweeping far changes right away, you know, like. Um, he's very analytical. I think he'll observe, he'll watch. Um, he's, we know he's extremely intelligent, you know, he's, he's not just a gifted athlete, but he, I mean, he's, he's gifted in a lot of ways. And I think one of them is he's not going to jump to any conclusions. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it, it's hard to say. I, I do think that he will have the flexibility to make tweaks within staff. I really hope if they want to be successful, that they give him the resources to put his plan in place right now. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, why did we do it right now? It's just going to impede them in the long run. And we're, or not we, they are investing a lot of money in order to make this happen. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're going to do it, do it the right way or don't do it. And that's just my opinion. And
2: I don't know how it's going to play out really. So I know the Badger Collective is taking off. Like it's off the ground. I know the guy in charge of it. They have a lot of top, you know, counselors involved. Like they got people yeah. who are going to build that up. So that will help, right? That I think that's a it's a great time for that. Um, yeah. I think Jimmy has to come in. I think he real. You know what's hard? He's in charge of the defense. You don't really. I like. I can't even remember half the defensive coaches who who were there when I was there. Scary that yeah. I can't like J P. I, the dad. guys who screamed at me, yes, you <laughs> for sure, because you know. But like the DB's coach, I, like outside, when Bradford, after Bradford, oh, I like four of them. I know, but I can't remember any of them. So <laughs> Elmation, so, uh, I mean, Ron Cooper,
3: I think. Uh,
1: yeah, yep. I couldn't even tell that you was who, I, <laughs> that was who. That was who Dante says yelled at him so much that he moved to linebacker. Yeah.
2: So it's like, <laughs> but but so like for, so for me, I bring that up only because Jimmy has to take a very hard look at the offense and the coaches, right. The play calling the whole nine. I know Jimmy's smart enough to do it that I don't think a lot happens this year. I think he's going to get on, you know, tell people like, listen, we got to, you got to improve or it's not going to be a good end of the year. You know, what's that meeting called when you have an uh, exit of the year? meeting? You'll Your exit meeting is going to be pretty brutal. <laughs> Um, There's the exit. (laughs) So I think Jimmy at this point has to kind of take a a 5,000 foot view of the offense. I think the offense is in a ton of trouble right now. Um, I can't say the defense isn't, you know, that we have not played well. Um, I think he has to hire a special teams coordinator. I don't honestly care who it is. I just want some dude in there who's in charge, who can make decisions, who can tell the rules of the game, who knows what's going on. I mean, Clint, the, the. Who have you been talking to Bernie? All I'm saying is, like, what when, when we didn't repunt in Ohio State because Coach Chris got the wrong information from the ref, there should be a guy there saying, What? The, no, that's not right. This is wrong. We need to repunt. It was a shank and we need to do it. So I need that guy. I need to stop seeing fumbles. I need to stop seeing mistakes on special teams. It's killing me that we don't have someone who's there drilling the guys.
1: Well, um, one, uh, well, with, with Coach Chris now exited, they have one more on field staff position that they can fill. And that could be a, it's either going to be for my money, a a dedicated quarterback coach or a special teams coach. And it should be a special teams coach because Bobby Ingram is already coaching quarterbacks.
2: I think we, Jimmy's got to take a hard look at the offense. I think the special teams needs extreme help. We don't have a head. We don't have a guy. No,
1: they special teams coordinator should be the position that is filled there. Um,
2: What's to me, sorry, Matt. What's most important though, to me is the recruiting. I, yeah. I, and I think the culture. It looks like you. You. Pl- we were on the field together. Th- these guys don't look excited to be on the field. When I walked yeah. onto that field, it was Dude, the coolest thing I could have ever. Coolest done. thing ever. Every single got, time. I, I just thinking of walking on. I, I'm getting goosebumps. The amount of excitement I had. you know, Listen, when you're getting blown out, you don't look excited. But for the yeah. first two half, like the first half, people were getting amped up. Like I remember yeah. just being amped no matter what if I'm in a good block. Well, I was, Bernie,
3: you were always amped, man. You're like always
2: bumping your head on helmets and like, you know, I loved like
3: it. Yeah. So but like, that, yeah, that's what made it different.
2: Right. You know? <laughs> but so like where's that? I'm not saying the whole culture needs to change, but like where's that are they not, like where's that excitement? Where's that 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 um just like going out and having a freaking blast, ready to tee off on some other dude, like yep. going hard and just enjoying it. And, and, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, did you give it your best? Are you happy with what you, like, I can't say I was happy every game, but I can say that I tried in every, like, there was no game. I'm like, I'm going to give it 50%. Today. Yeah. I'd be like,
3: eh, and I'm not don't sure if I like, guys going hard doing today. It.
2: Yeah. But if I made a good block in it in, and in, in, in the game was competitive, everyone knew. I, like, I was jumping up and down. I was fired up. Oh, dude. Even in practice. Even in practice, I was excited. So like, I told, listen, I totally agree, but it's just, I feel like that's lost. And I think if Jimmy can change that, then that already gives him next year to me.
3: I think you are 100% correct. I think that is something that he can change. And I'm not saying that he's, you know, like going to do some magical thing, but sometimes just the change in guard itself and people just, you know, getting comfortable being uncomfortable and striving for more and, uh, just knowing that, uh, you know, they're being evaluated and this is going, this is supposed to be fun at the end of the day. Yes. It's big money, but winning's fun <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. And so, um, uh, it's like, you want to have fun win. Well, uh, I, I think, you know, I, I think that point's going to get across and I think it will come across in a manner in which, so it's, uh, it's fun. To get it across, and maybe it draws. You know, you worry about things. You know, factioning, some guys taking sides. I don't know if that's going to happen because of who uh, who Jimmy is. Um, But it's not you know, a hostile takeover. Exactly, not, right. exactly. And he's doing it the right way. I mean, I listened to his. I was up later than I wanted to be last night. I was. I was just getting ready to sit down and turn yep. on some football, and then all of a sudden my phone, like lit up like a Christmas tree. And I was like, well, there goes that. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, just the things he said, um, that's a hard position to be in. And I think, you know, to a fault, uh, you know, I didn't grow up, you know, on the media side, I grew up as a coach's kid and, uh, I see it on the personal level probably a little too much. And so, um, you know, it's a business at the end of the day. And I have to remember that. And we're all big boys. Like, I know that if I walk in and I coach, you know, there's a chance it ain't going to end well. It, you know, friendships can get lost sometimes. It? Uh, you know, and, and your head start, like, coaches start looking over their shoulders. Like, who's stabbing me in the back? You know, I don't think it's one of those situations where most of them are. Um, But I'm not going to pretend like everything's all good and gravy and like there aren't feelings involved here and there are people hurt you know whether it's players whether it's coaches whether it's families like this is hard you know if if i'm the if i'm the kid of of, of coach chris like my heart goes out to them this is not easy you know people would be like oh laugh all the way to the bank you know money don't buy happiness winning does um but uh like you know it's just I look at it from the people angle. And so I, I try to be very careful with what I'm saying. I, I can say positive things about coach Chris. I can say positive things about coach Leonard. I have zero control over the situation. I want what's best for them and their families. I want what's best for the individual program. And I want what's best for the kids at the end of the day. And I think there's an opportunity for a lot of people to have some good things happen here. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, I, I the people that I do know who are involved, I hope it all works out for them. And, um, at the end of the day, I think everybody's, you know, everyone's looking in the same direction. They just don't know how to get there and, um, kind of, you know, wading through the weeds, uh, so to speak right now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out.
2: I saw coach Chris two, three weeks ago and you come up, we saying hi to everyone. Like he's the, he's a great dude. I told Listen, I'm with you. Like, It's a tough situation. Jimmy played. He was a coach when Jimmy was there. He hired Jimmy, probably mentored him throughout this whole process. I'm sure Jimmy didn't. You looked at Jimmy on the press conference. Didn't feel like he wanted this to happen. Like it, it it seemed like question. It seemed like he was being like elevated and like, just really sad about it. Deflated. and elevated <laughs> and, and i i exactly and i actually feel like that's one that's a huge character trait that i love about jimmy like he yes. loves his duties cooks he's loves his duty he's loyal and i'm sure when that happened he was probably like no 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 i don't believe it i was like that for 5 minutes and then everyone sent me another text so <laughs> confirming like, like like you know, uh, Portrakis. When I I believe that guy. I, I don't believe who you. See, for... see, what I see. You and I were texting. You, <laughs> told me you didn't
1: believe it. See, I was like, I said, Rittenberg's word is gospel. No. Rittenberg's reporting is gospel, and you Never wouldn't heard believe heard it. You wouldn't <laughs> believe it.
2: <laughs> Portrakis is
3: Brady too.
2: <laughs> but but uh, so, I feel like it's just a terrible situation for the people. Like take take the business yeah. out. Yeah. It's yep. it's so sad, right? I feel so sad. Yeah. You know, um as someone who knows coach Chris and played with him, I I love him. And I love yeah. Jimmy. But do I I I think at the end of the day, it's still a business. We have to keep that yep. in mind. Yeah. The product on the field just wasn't there. It's not up to the standards that we have set as ex-players, as the university has set, and even as coach Chris has probably said, Yeah. You know, yeah. I do think it's a crazy bizarre situation that it happened this way and yeah i don't know it it must be to outside of like all these other factors it must be like just a basic job interview for jimmy like here's your here's your 10 weeks to see what you can do i I also think they have to follow your advice though because there's a lot of things that need to be changed and i don't think that it's fair to just give jimmy 10 weeks and be like well because max said we're gonna go can you win on game day you know like that's literally, that's not I, the, I'm that's nervous. not the end all be all, <laughs> right? I'm nervous now. If he changes, I think Mickey Turner is a good person at recruiting. You could tell me differently. I, I love know, him, no, I think he's great. I think he was thrust into this. He was a tight ends coach last yep. year and was put into this position. I think he should hire you right off the bat and me. That's just what I think. Pay us a fortune, the Bash Brothers,
1: personally. <laughs> personally, <laughs> I think quit. you Clint you're Constra- saying we can't know, hold sell on. Just hear me out. Just hear me no, out. We can do but it here. Hold, <laughs> hear me out. Clint Cosgrove, Wisconsin Badgers director of player personnel. Matt Bernstein, czar of culture. <laughs>
3: czar of culture and <laughs> <I like that. laughs> of something. I know that.
2: Um, I, I but but the, but. Have they, you talked to Jimmy? No, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not texting him during this time. Like I, yeah. this is. To me, this feels like um, you know. It, it, it feels. I don't want to get too like dark, but it feels like somebody passed away and you, I don't want to text somebody during that that dark you know that yeah. period. Uh, no, I'm not going to I'm going to go I'm going to be there for Purdue. I'm I'll probably see him and see some other guys. Um there's like 10,000 people going for this game. Hopefully still going. I mean nobody, you know, everyone the thing when is When is it? Uh the 22nd of October. Everyone's going to be a fan still. Like we're not losing fans because of this. Yeah. I'm nervous though about some transfer got people who might be like there's going
1: to be tra- like but that's the thing though clint and bernie like these days like there's going to be transfers no matter what yeah there might be some more but even if coach chris stayed on they're going to lose at least a half dozen guys because that's just the sure, state so of play. the world
2: but the question is do we lose some of our better guys like you saw braylon allen's tweet was like if you're not a fan of coach chris or if you don't love Coach Chris, you're not a fan or something like that. You know, it, it, it was, was like, like if,
3: you're part of the problem or something, right? Yeah, Like
2: dist- The comments, it, it, first off, I I don't like to read comments because I find no. that they're so rude and obnoxious. Oh, people are so mean. And these were just terrible about it. Like do they you were see terrible. Jake Woods? I, they're unbelievable. Yeah, they're terrible. Um, if Jake discussed, you seem like a nice person. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like. It, it's people who can hide behind the handle and just say whatever they yeah. want. Yeah. He got really, I mean, if you look through some of those comments, I was first off, I don't agree with, that. I, I do we're all wrong. I, um, don't. I know, I but it, I did just because, you know, you kind of throw this out there as the leader of yeah. the Wisconsin football team. And there are a lot of people who are like, wanted coach Chris out for a long time, which is yeah. crazy to me. The guy's 68 yep. and 22. What was he? Matt Birkins? Something 27. Like yeah. 68 uh, and 27. Like, this. Yeah, and I think Bo Pelini
3: was 68 and 26 when he went out.
2: It, but that's mind-boggling. Okay, so does a Braylon Allen jump ship? Does he go to the transfer portal and say, I'm going to go to Alabama and get to the NFL and be the top pick? If he goes to Alabama, does he necessarily, you know... Doesn't mean he plays, but it, you know, like... what yeah. is that Clint, in your world now, are you seeing a lot more of this? Like, yeah. is this something um, new to you? Like, you almost have to... Are you looking at college players because now they're transferring and coaches are calling and saying, what about this guy?
3: Yeah. Um, So like, I think in today's day and age, it's more than just having like a player personnel guy. It's like having like a general manager type where this guy's evaluating your current roster, looking at other rosters across the nation, looking at deficiencies gone are the days where I'm just taking three VBs because three VBs are graduating. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the roster. I'm evaluating what's out there. I'm evaluating every option. Uh, I'm evaluating guys, you know, NFL teams, they're evaluating the film of every single person in the league. They don't know if these guys are going to be free or not, but the second they are, they want to have, they, they got to go into the computer and be like, what's our eval of this guy? What's he worth to us? Can we snag him? And can we do it now? And I think that's the way you talk about the NFL and in college, like, and I don't know how many teams are doing that. Uh, I know some teams are evaluating their own rosters, but like, I think that's going to be a very important thing. The other thing that I want to bring up here though, is like, everyone thinks the transfer portal is like the instant fix transfer portal to me is used to, uh, to patch little holes. But if you try to patch the big hole, you're patching the bigger, a bigger hole every single year. And eventually it's, it's not sustainable.
1: Right. Looking um, at you, Mel Tucker.
0: <laughs>
3: um, uh, uh So, when I interviewed uh, Bilima after uh, on our signing day show, I asked him about the transfer portal. I was like, you know, you, a lot of new coaches come in, you feel the need, the pressure to win right away. You guys, you know, you've dabbled in the transfer portal, portal, but you haven't majored in it. And he's like, yeah, we've dabbled, but we're never going to major in it. And here's why. And his reasoning was, and I thought it was, I was like, this is this is really smart because I've seen what the transfer portal has done, both good and bad. You know, my dad was on Mm -hmm. staff at LSU when they went to the national championship. Joe Burrow was a transfer. Now that was pre, you know, the open transfer portal. Um, But, you know, at Texas Tech, like they brought in some great guys like Reggie Pearson was one of them. Uh, But it's hard to do every single year. And so. um, So but going back to it, he said, if I bring in a really good player who might only be there for one year, and he comes in and he's really good and he's making plays, but he's doing things that aren't done our way. He's setting a bad example. And the young kids are like, oh, dude, this guy can go out till 3 a.m. the night before a game and then he's out there making plays. I can, I can do that too. It, you can ruin the entire makeup of a team. Sure, sure. And so you have to be very careful what you're doing. You can't just take transfers in, based off talent. Like there's got to be a lot more to it. And so right, I but just want to put that, put that out there. Right. But it becomes recruiting. And like you were saying about the
2: NFL is that they have these. So like for me right now, I would be like, we need to look at quarterbacks who might not be happy across the The NFL. I feel like that's an NFL mindset. Okay, who's the backup who played really well? Who now is the guy got hurt, but now he's out again. I want to talk to that kid. And then I want to know what's his mentality. You're right. If he comes in and he destroys the locker room, you don't want that. But Coach B brought in Russell Wilson and it made the locker room. A trillion times better.
3: Yeah, so yes, there's 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 a there's fewer examples of that, but that is a very good point. Because but there are fewer, right? That's well, the ultimate. I mean, that's know? the ultimate, like,
2: right? That's the ultimate. I'm not saying get ten to fifteen dudes, but I'm saying yeah. if you have a need, we have to be open to not only recruiting for sure, but you can't have a 17, 18 year old kid come in and just be Braylon Allen. Like it's you gotta sometime or a Jimmy Leonard. Those are also not easy to find. Like that's just not. Yeah, normal. What did or, Jimmy uh, have
3: like eight or eleven picks our freshman year?
2: Yeah. Or like um or um Sparky like these dudes who played Brett Bell. Yeah. Like, these
3: guys who played
2: their freshman year one yep. out of necessity, but two they were good enough to do it. Yeah. Right? As a young... Sparky was
3: one hundred and fifty three pounds.
1: I no, he wasn't. No, no, no. He came on our yeah. show, told us he was one forty seven. He was putting yeah, weights in his ruds to get up over one fifty. Yeah. And he was... I used to
3: put him in mind. He. Yeah. I was. I was. Freaking, I was like Ronnie Scrawny and I was taller than him, you know, like he was at least like jacked up. They're like, who's the, you 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 know, can't
2: always guarantee the recruiting of some of these guys anymore. Now, I think the transfer portal has to be an option and you have to keep your mind open. But yes, you're right, it has to be the right people, right? But yeah, we got Alex Lewis. I mean, these are pre transfer portals from Juco, and that dude didn't kill the locker room and he was a God Squad guy. And he had, oh, like, yeah. God he had like 25 Amazing sacks dude. in a year. Yeah. Amazing yep. guy. So like I yeah. told, listen, the culture matters. And Jimmy's going to create this. I think he's going to create a gorgeous culture. Like you want to be around him. You want to play for him. You're excited. Like the dude is that guy, right? Like you want to yeah. be like when I'm at the bar, you want to be around me. Like yeah. I Yeah, no question. Like <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> people flock to
3: Bernie, you know, like. like you're like, going
2: to have a good time if we're at one. Yes, yes. Um, but Clint, what is, is a recruiting coordinator like at a, a school? something you'd be interested in now, i don't have like off of just is that something or you just love what you're doing you get to evaluate kids and like talk to them and like s- i'm very i'm very happy with what i'm doing okay it's uh yeah i'm not trying to offer you anything i don't uh, if wisconsin if jimmy called me was like dude we need a running back coach i'd be like i'm gonna drive there I'm, right in. I'm in the car <laughs> i'm going i listen not, i had I'm-
1: someone i had someone messed me yesterday i think a screenshot sent to bernie who said a uh, new coaching plan: Al Johnson to special teams coach, Bernie to running backs coach, and I'm like, done, done. We got in. it. We have Jimmy, answer, Bernie. Call me. Did you right it here.
2: I would say yes, and you don't have to pay me a lot. You could pay yourself more, and I'll take a should we, little bit. Should we call
3: him right now and see? Get back on the horn. Get back on the horn. And
2: Mac, say, what's hey. the lowest you want for? What's the lowest you need me to be at? Okay, two hundred grand. Okay, I'll be there. Okay, cool. One hundred fifty. I'll be there still.
3: How much? How much are they paying? Like, how much does does Mickey make?
2: I have no idea. I I really. Okay.
3: Yeah, I'd be very interested to know how competitive they are in that in that side of things. It's boosted Um, up since
1: the Barry Alvarez days because he was notorious for not paying assistants or not 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 especially the lower like the coordinators got paid well got compensated well but the lower level guys didn't always under Bilama and Barry, uh, some of like the lower, lower level guys. I, I know that was- A lot of that them, was but,
3: the transition.
2: Like coaches weren't getting paid like they were today. Yeah, back
1: no, that's true. But you also but, got
2: yeah. other, right? Like people got cars and got other things. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, but I think that happens at every school. You know, like- yes, You're not sure. going to Texas and not getting like a tricked out Jag or something like that. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I
2: mean, I have up- The newest uh, caddy every year. Caddy,
3: dude. Yeah. Like those every old school, years. you know, the ones that like floating-
2: yeah, it was With great. Like it was the, beautiful, the, <laughs> like
0: an like El Dorado
2: or something. And yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, you know,
2: driving on a cloud.
3: I, got, I grew up at Nakoma Country Club. Thanks to you know that was one of the one of the perks you know, and so Wisconsin was always really good at that stuff uh, at making it special to be there. Mm-hmm. like i had the greatest childhood ever and i didn't know any different you couldn't have told me any different because i grew up around the wisconsin football program and it was the greatest coolest thing every single day i got to go to practice i got to go to the playboy mansion i got to like you know these were i look back at my childhood and i was naive like i got into coaching and i was like yeah this is the greatest thing ever guys like you guys why, why don't more people do this and then like i'm coaching i'm like
2: Today's like the new worst day of my life. <laughs> and um <laughs> well, coaching so, is yeah, everyone asked me, like, would you why didn't you get into coaching? And I go, Brian White is the reason. You know, this dude was successful. He got Ron Dean, he got Anthony Day, he recruited yeah. some of the best players. Coach B comes in, wants to wants to change things up, which I completely understand. Where did Coach oh. White go? He went to Syracuse, Washington, Florida. I think he won a championship Washington there. College. Yeah. Then he was in um BC.
1: Yeah, he was a BC the and then
2: Colorado State, Colorado State and now with Dodgio,
1: and I don't know where he is now.
2: And I'm like, that's that's the reason you're gonna have a family, but Clint, like you, you know, you guys moved around. That's why understand. I got out of it. Yeah, because it's it's yeah. impossible. Um, you really have to have a wife that's like, listen, I'm all in. Like, we'll move yep. every couple years. We'll you have stay zero coming. chance if you don't. Zero chance. Zero chance. You're gonna end up divorced, right. miserable. And, and coach uh, white built a house out in Wisconsin out somewhere and it was beautiful. And then like two years later, yeah. he's like, you're, you're out. And and then yep. he left his kids, I think in Florida, cause they were seniors or one was a senior a yep. junior to go to BC. And I'm like, dude, that's, I can't do that stuff. Like I, it's rough. Yeah, it's rough. So I, I mean, that's that. a,
3: but I like when I got out of it, like I was planning on getting, my plan was to get back in. Uh, I got out. I was like, I saw my dad, it's the same story you're telling And that's why I like almost take these things personal. And I like, I I think of like the personal issue or, you know, I, I see it on a personal level, but like, I saw my dad with the success that he had all of a sudden he's bouncing around to, you know, smaller schools, maybe not having a job for a year. And I'm like, this is absolute bananas. It's crazy. And then I was like, and then i looked at my other friends like i was getting to the age where guys were starting to get you know the big boy jobs and then getting big boy fired and i'm like i yeah, come to find out that people outside of football like i was like oh yeah they want to hire a football coach you know like why why wouldn't they i was like i'm going to go and um you know sell the, or not sell like any type of business it's like the only jobs i found out when i was trying to get out that you can get are sales or mm-hmm. some type of like insurance thing it's like people don't see that as real life work experience they're like wait a second i'm willing to work 100 hours 110 hours a week i only define my job getting done by if i win or lose like i'm doing anything that i can I, whether i know how to do it or not i'm going to make it happen like that's the mentality of a football coach i'm like how don't people how is this not transferable to me uh, the finding the you know the grit the ability to win the to succeed in any in any platform no matter what like that's part of what being a great coach is as part of what being a great player is and um you know so uh, uh getting off the tangent but like this is what you're dealing with and uh I, I guess it just comes back to the i'm making a bigger deal than i should about the personal element of it but no, like you're not but you're not so. and i think that right.
1: that's the element that is left out too often among Fans, you know, fan in short for fanatic, and you know, I we have to wrap it here because we've gone for over an hour already, which is crazy. I did not anticipate that, but hey, you know, we buttered. have a lot to
2: talk about. Um, and how much will you make? Eight million, nine million? <laughs> yeah, uh, wouldn't that
3: be nice? You know, what? actually put it that way.
2: Let's go. <laughs> I, I was texting with my boss last night. I was like, "So, are you gonna fire me? And if so," What's my retirement package? Now, I get now, now listen. If there's a positive, that's a positive, right? Like you get it a is. lot of millions of like. Dollars. There's generational wealth being built there. Sure, like- but it's it's not what we really want, and I think the personal level no. is what nobody really like. That's the whole time I'm like, I get texts from I got 500 texts yesterday. Like everyone's like, oh, we're so happy this happens. But when you're a like, listen, I'm I'm a Jets fan. I don't care what the coach what happens to the coaching staff there. Yeah, I don't know them. You know, and this is the NFL. Yeah, I know. Jimmy, I know coach Chris, and you definitely feel it's for them in the family. And it's what people don't understand. I completely get it. And yeah. it's hard, dude, you grew up in that world. So it's hard to take that out. And I don't want you to. Yeah, to no, it especially. is.
3: And like, that's why I like to put it out there because yeah. I'm, I'm making no butts about it. Like right. that's,
2: that's, you know, I'm, that's how I was developed. <laughs> I'm just excited to see Wisconsin trend back up. I feel like we've been trending down the last couple of years. I'm excited to see what it looks like. You know, Jimmy has, I think, a, a kind of like an open slate. Hey, Miles Burkett, maybe he can throw it. Like, maybe he'll sit in the block. I, listen, I'm not saying that they. Hey, need he's, to do t- that. he's done pretty well when he's come in, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, like there definitely needs. I think, I think Jimmy. I'm, I'm hoping he brings an NFL kind of CEO, man, you know, general manager to, to like with it with saying like, dude, if you're not producing, we're not sticking with you. Like the NFL, and I the think you do have nuts. to be very careful at the college level with that. I do, I do, and I'm not disagreeing, but I think we cannot hitch our wagon to one person. I actually think Graham yeah. hurts is a good quarterback. I think we put he's him in pretty got bad some pick. talent, yeah, he's got like talent, and we it's, put it's him in bad situations, him. yeah. And I think some of the bad situations he he's created a little bit of bad situation, but every mm-hmm. quarterback throws a pick; it's mm-hmm. not yeah. that normal. You know, our line's not doing their job. The running backs are blocking well-ish, but. Not great, but I think you have to give people an opportunity to show if they can be the guy. Yeah, no, I, I maybe agree. not this um, year, but but you know, I, where does it stop? You're calling for Coach Chris Head, and then you're going to say, "Well, Graham Merce isn't doing the job," and then yeah, who else? I mean, who's next?
3: At the end of the day, I guess it comes down to the head man, and you know, it's uh, right, wrong, or indifferent. Whether it's, I mean. You can point blame all you want. Um but like at the true. end of the day, it doesn't, it, it doesn't I just as an want offensive a different guy, result.
2: I want Jimmy to focus, not you know, I want the game plan for defense. I think he should still call the defense or have one of his, you know, guys call it.
3: Yeah.
2: I think it, Jimmy will still call
3: it. I I'd think imagine. He will too.
2: I just I just want him to I don't to... think
3: that's sustainable long term either, though. Like no, I, I don't no, know no. how right. coaches right. Uh, call their own plays as a head coach. Like right. they're dealing with so many issues it's like sure. how do you find time like to do that
2: but jimmy will know the the person who takes over when he hires a D coordinator will he's be in the same him. culture he's going to groom him will be in the same defense the same culture know the, yeah. know the ins and outs i'm not worried about mm-hmm. the defense i'm not worried about i'm worried about the offense because there's a lot of pieces that are there that i i feel like we're really struggling and we have a lot of guys just got hurt So, like, to me, it's going to be a struggle, and I hope people just understand that we're kind of in a place that you can't just say Jimmy's in, next week we're going to win by 40. Yep. Um, But he needs to take a hard look at a lot of offensive things over the offseason or even starting. I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't there at, like, 5 a.m. going, man, i got a lot of work to do here.
3: Well, just keep keep in mind, like, I'm sure he's had a plan for a long time. You weren't going to catch Jimmy with his – pants down you know like right the, whether it happened today or it happened eight years from now he had maybe plan. the plan changes over that time but yeah. the, jimmy's got a plan and so it'll be really interesting to see um you know how it all comes together uh I, I wish the best for coach chris i wish the best for for jimmy obviously um maybe i'll try oh no i can't i'll be at uh, malachi coleman's uh, uh announcement on the 22nd so i won't be uh able to see you guys there but it, it'll be interesting to see i, I want to get your pulse on everything uh when you go back and and hear how it all goes
1: well uh clint Virgo, you are so you gonna much. be there i i still can't travel because of my back oh are you standing right now i've been standing for five straight weeks yeah if you never stopped i don't stop you know what it's done miracles for my health uh for those of you who don't know i have like a really wicked case of sciatica and i can't sit and so I stand for sixteen to eighteen hours a day, or I or I have to lay on my stomach. That's my why back. he's
3: looking so so trim.
1: I've lost like fifteen pounds because of it, probably ten to fifteen pounds because they, of it. They
2: have people who like will fix that for you.
1: Well, I'm getting an injection soon, but you know. Uh, in the meantime 18
2: days too
3: late it sounds like
1: (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is it is what it is you know what i'll
3: I'll take it i'm I'm taking the personal element out of this my bad (laughs) (laughs) all right guys well listen you know clint this was a freaking honor you're the man uh so no thanks for having me on guys it's always fun chopping it up well i mean so like
1: a you guys all know that clint and i do a weekly recruiting show over uh on Badger blitz part of the rivals.com network an interesting one yeah, this, this week. week, uh, Clint and I we, we drop every Friday morning, and Clint and I well, it's going to be fun talking. Uh, what happens next for the badger recruit for badger recruiting? Uh, later this week, Burn, you and I will also be back later this week. Uh, we'll be back with John McNamara, uh, sometime probably Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, with you guys, and John
3: probably hasn't slept yet.
1: No, he hasn't. He texted me this morning. Um, so oh, God. Yeah, yeah, John, John and Jake kukarowski both are just like oh
3: yeah jake's got to be grinding it out right now i don't i mean jake probably hasn't
1: slept since before the illinois game so (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know but you know hey i i feel him so but uh, make sure you guys are uh following clint at rivals underscore clint um everywhere on the social medias and uh burn clint uh until next time even, well, you can't say Clint Burnham, I can't. We can say on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin and uh, Clint, and uh, keep up the go, great work. Go Rivals. Go football.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, football. let's go Rivals. Football. Go Rivals. Yeah, go Ooh, Rivals, baby. Go sport. Rivals. Yeah. Heck yeah.
1: Thanks for listening to the Believe in Badger Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by betonline.ag. If you like what you hear, Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Believe in Badgers. That's B-L-E-A-V in Badgers. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube page for full videos of our podcasts. The show is produced by Matt Perkins and Matt Bernstein with audio editing and mixing by Matt Perkins. Our theme music is by Matt Blaustein. Thanks again for listening and On Wisconsin.